Hey, please go to the end of the podcast for a listener warning statement, but don't play backwards or else you might summon a demon. You are listening to the Insubordinate Teacher Podcast, and on this episode, we do Dave's hot takes while pandering to our California listeners. And why pander to California listeners? Well, why not? There's more listening there than any other state in the USA. And how do we pander, you ask? We talk about the two things Californians love talking about. That being Bigfoot and Hollywood movies. Okay, this episode's really about teaching ethics in schools, but, you know, we try and make it a little bit fun. It also is a little bit fun if you like references that only baby boomers and Gen Xers understand. So keep that in mind. Sit back and get ready to enjoy the fabulous talkings and explainings by Stone, David, Christine, and the half-boy named Cyrus. Welcome to the Insubordinate Teacher Podcast, and this is episode, I think, 305 of our <laughs> podcast dedicated to the search for the big crypto zoological mystery of Bigfoot. So of course we have our crack Bigfoot team here as per usual. We have Dave. Dave is the sound guy. Dave knows all about yeah. the noises that Bigfoot makes in the woods, especially adept at picking out what kind of wood he would be knocking with. So this this sound here, this, for everyone to know this sound here. What was that, Dave? What kind of wood was that? A birch. Birch. Birch on? Yeah. Birch on birch. He's very exclusive. He likes to keep things matched. You see, I was was, was tricking you, but Dave Dave knows that. Whoa! And the big guy agrees with David. Of course, we have our technical guy. We have the technical Bigfoot guy. We have Cyrus, who's He's all about the technical aspects of Bigfoot. <laughs> what what is he using? Is he still using a Walkman, a Discman? What is that? An old-fashioned iPod? You know what what does he what is he using, Cyrus? What what have you got to tell us about Bigfoot and his technology? I think he's recently progressed to a Zune, actually. Whoa, oh, that's got like five hundred songs on there. Yeah, that's pretty good. Now we've good. Got a, this is yeah. really big news. We have a ten days very, of battery life. Very, very uh, special guest witness with us today. Her name is Christine. Uh, she is originally from New Hampshire. She's from the uh, town of North Havenshaw. Now, she saw the big man around South Hovenbrook. She was crossing the old East Hemingford Bridge around, uh, let's see, it was around 10 p.m. at night. It was in 1979. Wasn't that it? Yes, my well, senior no. year of high school. Yeah, so you were you were going on the East Edmund Pfeffer Bridge in uh, South Hovenbrook. And uh, as you cross that old, uh, old bridge, it was the old, old bridge that was covered. Covered, with, yes. It was covered, covered, wood covered bridge. Covered bridge. So what, yeah. did, what did you see as you exited that bridge? Well, at first I didn't see anything, but I heard these big, long, foot pounding, the earth was shaking. And I thought someone was running. Were you driving? I was just walking. (laughs) Just walking. Just walking. Yeah, taking a nice stroll in the summer afternoon, and boom, boom, boom. I said 10 p.m. I said 10. Oh darn it! Well, it's afternoon. So taking a nice summer evening stroll. Yeah. 
with my friends. Yeah. How many? And suddenly, boom, boom. We had, we we were three people. Okay. So um so yeah we felt the earth shaking and what what was that and we turn around and we see these eyes like like how high how high up were they these eyes oh it was it was pretty high i would say two stories two Two stories stories. (laughs) this is is the podcast i want to be doing yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a podcast I want to be doing. A podcast about you know, stories. Searching, I swear. Searching, searching for Bigfoot. Zoology. Yeah. Yeah. When you said yeah, crypto, no, 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 just was, you really the pause was well placed because we yeah, can get a uh, whole I, bunch I, of other uh, listeners. To be honest with you, all the other stuff is bullshit. <laughs> so I mean, I could do like if we could do like a teacher perspective on Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. And that then we can awesome. have like another podcast that's like all oh, the rest of the cryptozoology is bullshit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this one's awesome. Yeah. Just throwing yeah. shade at the community. Just constantly. Yeah. And then if it. any guest ever says anything about Bigfoot, we just freak out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cyrus, roll the song. Anyway, today's podcast is. Oh wait, well I, I keep on saying today's podcast. I'm not allowed to say today's that. episode. Today's episode yeah. is Dave's hot takes, and this is the second time around for Dave's hot takes. Dave, what did, what did people tell you about your hot takes about that uh, first episode of Dave's hot takes? Were they complimentary? <laughs> they 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 took. They said it took me a while to get there. They they told me I need to to be clearer and succinct. get to the point. Yes, yeah, thank you for point. succinctly <laughs> cutting so me to, off. You need to take control and say, shut up, this yeah. is my hot take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even okay. if I don't know what it's about. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm gonna tell you in advance what this mm-hmm. hot take is about. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you what the hot take is that I want from you. Okay, so okay. today's text hot take, one. today's hot take, is about teaching mm-hmm. ethics in schools. That's hot. Okay. Right? All right. So, and, and I just want to get back before we talk about ethics. I just, just want to say one more thing about Bigfoot because this is really important. Now, I've been looking at our numbers of people who listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, it just so happens we have no one listening to us, as far as I know, from Vermont. What the oh, hell's okay. the deal with that? But we do have listeners from California. And that's okay. pretty cool, right? Yeah. So what yeah. do people in California, what do they want to hear about? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Can- Absolutely. Right? Bigfoot. Mm. Yeah. Second thing they want to hear about? Uh, technology related to Bigfoot. Very close. <laughs> right. Very close. The answer is movies. Oh. That's, yeah, it. That that's all they have. Of course. That's all they have going there. And that's even enough. If they're, even if they don't live anywhere near Hollywood. That doesn't matter. Everything's Hollywood there, right? <laughs> Holly weird, as Holly Dave weird. would call it, right? Holly weird. Okay. And so that's two things they want. They want Bigfoot and they want Hollywood. So I, I gave them a little bit of Bigfoot just for these listeners in okay. California. That's me being the friendly Canadian, right? And we're <laughs> yeah. gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about Hollywood today, too. But okay. this is all okay. gonna be wrapped up 
in teaching ethics, ethics. in schools. So Dave, you are an expert on teaching ethics in the classroom. Is that not true? I have taught ethics in the classroom. I think that I am a, an effective ethics teacher. So tut, yeah. tut, tut, David, this isn't true yes. what you're saying to me. Tut, tut, tut. Were you tut, not, tut. Uh, were you, were, did you not have uh, the responsibility in the metropolis area of Montreal <laughs> of uh, helping teachers to understand how to teach ethics in the classrooms? Weren't you a pedagogical consultant? I am, but for social sciences. <laughs> Are you sure it's not ethics and religious culture? It's, it, it, no, it, 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 it is, yes, it is. So you've it's taught ethics. a lot of ethics though, right? I am an expert on ethics. Yeah, and how much, how much time do you devote, devote to your classroom of teaching ethics? All of the time. All of the time, because it, it runs through yeah. the curriculum, right? Absolutely. Right. So you can't you 100%. can't say like, all right, guys, uh, mm -hmm. what, what grade are you teaching? I'm teaching, well, as a consultant, all of elementary. Okay. But uh, grade four. Grade four. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, like, you, you can't teach a grade four class on, like, natural sciences and then say, okay, kids, let's, let's talk about, like, amphibians. And then let's figure out how to make a bomb out of them, too. Right? You can't do that. <laughs> Cannot. That's true. Because it's not ethical, right? No. So no. ethics Otherwise, goes all the way through the subject areas. No, Is that not true? It's part of it. It's it, it plays in. It's 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 woven in. Um, if you're talking about our impacts, if you're talking uh, in a science class, that's part of the curriculum as well. Uh, the relation and adaptations. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm really. Uh, I get I get so nerdy science about ethics. Science and ethics. <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah, ethics and science never go together. Yeah. <laughs> You're David, holding us back from David, building our terminator. Do not tell them about our plans, David. Our plans, David. I know it's not the hot take. I'm David. not expecting that. Hey, David, do not. That you want to say David, David. stay silent. And just yell at David that he's wrong. You jump in and you say that he's wrong about something. David, you know I don't like to put words into your mouth. But when no, you're not, of course not slamming Catholicism down the throats of innocent children, <laughs> what is your general approach to the subtleties of teaching ethics? Like, what's the Dave big picture on teaching ethics? The big picture of the subtleties. <laughs> Dave's big picture on teaching ethics. Okay. Um, there's this thing called the golden rule and it's BS. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's the golden rule? Uh, there's a, like, you'll see a poster occasionally where it's yeah. like in, in Christianity, it's do unto others as, as you would have them do unto you. And, uh, in other religions, it's some version of exactly that, that has been twisted and turned so that Christianity is the center point of all other religions oh i, I thought i thought you were going to say that in other religions it's like twisted and turned to say um do good onto others and then like stab them in the back or something like that you're you're no, 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 twisted and turned no no, no. they're, know, they're trying to say do you know david yeah. that that's actually not the golden rule in christianity mm -hmm. i did not know do you know what the actual golden rule how it should be in christianity please say it again say it again you say it again. I... 
yeah, King James Bible. Uh, do unto others as you have them do unto you. I can't, I, you know what's amazing is that you had like 20 copies right behind you of just the St. James Bible. And yeah. you uh, you pulled one out right away. And then you had like a, a, like a McDonald's Happy Meal <laughs> right at the space that you wanted. And you read it out. Yeah. But you know what, David? That's actually not the golden rule of Christianity. Okay. You know what Please it is, Christine? No, but I'm sure you'll tell me. Cyrus, do you know what it is? Uh, yeah, isn't it uh, like do unto others better than you they would like yourself or something like that? Like it's like treat other people better than... exactly like that. Are you high, Cyrus? <laughs> no. Do unto others better I than forgot. you like yourself. No, it's something like... Uh... Shit, I hate myself, man. No, it's, <laughs> no, you're supposed to treat other people better than they would treat you. It's essentially like... It's do behind good it, right? onto others regardless of what they do to you. Yeah, what uh, I said. Uh, yeah, it's the whole better turn than the they other, like. Yourself. It's the whole turn the other cheek thing. You see, over time, of course. that golden yeah. rule, right, became mm -hmm. pretty damn lazy over time. Yeah, really, honestly, right? Because imagine, David, if you lived next to me and we were living by the golden rule, and you were yeah. like, you know, um, I I met my new neighbor. He's big. Mm -hmm. He's really big, and he says, <laughs> and he said, he said he lived by the golden rule, and he said. Do do on to others as you would have done onto yourself. And then he took my hand and he started smacking me with it. He was like, Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? And I was like, Why I don't I don't care. You, I, you can do that to me. See, look, I'm hitting me. I don't care. So I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you. See, because I hit me. So I'm only gonna do to you what I do to me. Wouldn't that yeah. be a nightmare scenario? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just the that idea be. of me being your next door neighbor. <laughs> That's the scariest part. Yeah, that <laughs> so what is the Dave's now that we've like established that you've taken mm -hmm. the laziest aspect of Christianity? Yeah. Is that yeah. is that your big picture? Like be a lazy Christian? Um when it serves you right. <laughs> okay, so you're no Christian, David. <laughs> no, you're no Christian. No. David, I went to Catholic to school. Point. Let's get to the point of what we want to talk so about. So did I, but I'm not a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> David, when you hear mm -hmm. Read, yeah. see, yeah, listen, yeah, feel, smell, feel, <laughs> smell <laughs> the word, the arts. Okay, what do you, what, what, <laughs> do, you, what do you, what do you think, what David, what do you think of the arts? I think of creativity, I mm -hmm. think of um, exploration, um, joy. Um, I I got nothing. I, I just you don't think your wife good is things. in the arts. You don't I, think your wife. <laughs> you don't think your wife. The first thing you did, you said, it's not your wife who teaches the arts and is in the arts. I thought you were trying to lead me there, and I tried to dodge. So Why? you know, <laughs> I just feel like you're trying to trap me. Well, how, how, is being, how is how do you think of your wife and a trap? She's a lovely Ooh. woman. And the first thing you think uh, of is trap? Yeah. David, this is not the hot take. This is David, not going you support, you support the arts, right? I do, yes. But how much do you support the arts? What are you willing to do for the arts? How far will you go to support the arts? I, I will marry an art teacher. 
There you go. Good that comeback. What does that mean? Does that mean and, you're supporting her? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? You're supporting her. We support each other. Well, no, no, no. That's not what you said. You didn't say we support each other. You said we support <laughs> that's, her. That's okay. You said you she was say. now the arts. Are you yeah. saying that she's in need of your financial support? No, that's supporting no. emotionally. Yeah. Are you saying emotional that she's emotionally support. fragile? No. And you have to support her? No. No. <laughs> Anyway, Dave, that's not See, the hot yeah. take. No. But how See, far he is will you go? Trap. How far will I go? How far will you go? To support the arts? Support the arts. I will. How far? Um, support them. I don't know. Uh, well, what's happening? In, what's let's what's what's happening in your schools right now that you're working in? Are the arts considered a priority? No. Um, depends, I guess. Um, some schools do have dedicated art teachers. Uh, many do not. Um, but I, uh, I like I can't influence specific in, um, classes. Like I'm not I'm not there to, telling people to practice the arts or explore the arts more. That's not my role. David, have you ever seen the TV show The Wire? I have. Who would the arts be in The Wire? Who would the arts be? In yeah, the what wire? character would be the arts in The Wire? Omar. Yes. Really? I that show Omar. was terrible, by the way. Oh, the shut wire. up. You're not a fan? Shut it was up. a terrible show, terrible shut show. Up. That's, you, a, you that's a good answer, though. That's You're going to get answer. hate yeah. mail, David, hate mail. David. Yes, David. yes, yes. David, have you ever seen the movie Sophie's Choice? I have not. So I guess then you can't tell me what it's about. I'm I'm familiar, but you're familiar. I, uh, you know what it's about. No, I, I know. Point. At this point, if someone <laughs> doesn't know it, then then they're really yeah. like a pain in the ass at a party. Oh, is that does that come up often at parties that well, you go to? Sophie's choice. Like, someone's like, "Oh, I got hey, shooters," and you you're like, "Oh, what you choose?" And then you go, "Sophie's choice," and then you go, "Okay, I'll I'll take yeah. tequila." <laughs> Which is the same. No, yeah. that's and then not everyone throws it. the bourbon. No. Oh. <laughs> out the window. No, it's, a real it's good all party. about then impossible choices. Sophie's choice. Christine, mm. you're, you are like a... You're a... I'm gonna a cinephile. It, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it straight here. Okay, I'm going to say it just the way it should be said. You're a classy lady. Damn right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what Bigfoot, yeah, yeah. that's what Bigfoot should have said to her on the other side that's of the bridge. Right. You're a classy yeah. lady. Check it out, classy lady. Interesting voice for me. You're a classy lady. So, Christine, <laughs> you've seen Sophie's Choice. Who, what? You've seen Sophie's Choice. Yes, of course. Okay. So, what's, what's Sophie's Choice about? Uh, it's uh, set during the Second World War in a concentration camp. And um, a Jewish mother has to make an impossible choice of choosing one of her children to survive. And mm -hmm. a Nazi soldier makes her ch choose. Right. Yeah. David, did you know that that, that, what, uh, yeah. that was what Sophie's choice was? I knew about? that that was the central plot. That was the central yeah. part. So she's reminiscing on this, right? She's, a, yeah. she's a, an American immigrant yes. at this point, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Living in, in Brooklyn. Okay, so David, do you, do you feel you have got like a, a good enough sense about what the movie Sophie's Choice is about? It's about shooters. Sure. Nazi shooters. Yeah. Horrible Nazis, okay? Yeah. Agreed? Yeah. Okay, David. Okay. Yes. David, 
if yes. you were in a school-based Holocaust mm-hmm. and you were the mother of the what? arts, <laughs> and let's say the Nazi officer oh my God. was gym class, <laughs> gym and you class. had to choose between theater and music, which one would you allow to be killed? So remember now, in your mind, the mm-hmm. Nazi officer is gym class. Now you okay. are the mother. You have birthed theater, theater, Art, theater and, music. and music. Yeah. Which one okay. are you going to save? Save. Okay. Let me ask you. Um, in theater, after afterwards, could you still do musicals? Yes. Mm. yes. No. A good no, no, question. no, no. So the you can't because music musicals. is part of no, part yes. of the, no. That's a musical. No. Yeah, it's but that's part of theater. musical theater. Musical, that's exactly. musical theater. You just added those together. Ah, oh, okay. Those so, are, okay, those so what are you gonna do? Yeah. You're gonna kill the baby named music and go. Don't worry, your brother's gonna. You know, he's gonna start singing. He's, he's gonna. He's gonna like. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna hook up with Andrew Lloyd Webber yeah. and everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. and Stephen Sondheim singing about all those R- cat R- movies. R- it's gonna be fine. <laughs> So which one, which one? So you'd kill music then? If I could, if I could worm my way with a loophole and uh, keep music as a part of theater, then yeah. Don't you if have a not, tattoo of, of like a musical note on you? A what? Don't you have a tattoo of like a musical note yes. on you? Yes. If I like, if I can't play my loophole, then I'm keeping music. Wait, you're keeping music? Yeah. So you're killing theater? Yeah. If he can't do musicals. It's a good choice. Yeah. It's a good choice. Okay, David, June 22nd, yes. 1949. Okay. Meryl Louise Street. Yes. Was born in Summit, New Jersey, USA. Mm-hmm. It's fairly accepted that in regard to Western filmmaking, and when I say Western filmmaking, I mean like the Western world, not like pew pew, you know, kind of Western. Okay. I mean like the Western world. Okay. Yeah, that she is the best actor of her generation. Mm-hmm. You agree? Do you know who Meryl Streep is? I do know who Meryl Streep is. She was. I she think was, she's. She was in Sophie's Choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got do, that. Do you do you agree? Kramer versus Kramer. Whoa! I know. Wow, no. that was a mic drop. I I've, I've have here for my notes. I wrote down that you would probably remember her from like the favorite movies that you've watched with her. I know that you've told me you've watched Mamma Mia with your mom a lot of times. Many times. Right, right. Mamma Mia, and Mamma Mia musicals. is about, is about, yeah. about what? What's it about, Mamma Mia? Mothers, songs, ABBA. Keep on going. How can I forget you, you know? Young Love, set to the music of a Swedish rock band. There's a sequel, isn't there? What's the movie about? Tell me what the movie's about. It's about the feelings we all get when we listen to ABBA and this. So, <laughs> opening crawl. You've got an what aging but still classy. What Chris is Rosman. it about? What is the movie about? It's about a mother telling her daughter the story of how she met her mother, not the mother, yes. not the father. The father. Where? I met your mother. Um, in um, McLaren's pub in New York City. <laughs> what the hell are they doing in oh. Greece then in the movie? It's a I vacation. It's, it's a vacation. That sounds like a stupid movie. 
All right, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't <laughs> There's seen a it. sequel. I know <laughs> yeah, that your second favorite film is Out of Africa that you did in 1982. <laughs> I have not seen it. Well, then why did you have written down here that these had a great impact on you? <laughs> because you wanted me to no, I, explain I the plot right of Out here. of Africa. Can you tell us why these films had such a huge impact on you? Hmm. I can't. <laughs> Um, Do you know what I've never even heard of Out of Africa. I don't know a thing about Af Out of Africa. What? I have oh not my. heard of this movie. I, when you, literally, when you and I were in Malawi, mm -hmm. yes, that's in the continent of Africa. I don't like it when you say Africa. It's in the <laughs> continent of Cyrus. Africa. He says it right. Cyrus. Yeah. I when, when you say it, David, it sounds like you're like, oh, Africa, the country. But no, it's not a country, <laughs> right. David. It's a continent. Okay. So when we were in Malawi yeah. and, and you were like riffing all those lines from out of Africa, those were just, <laughs> those were actually in your head. Well, I looked up the word Africa before I left so that I'd have a big repertoire of things to say <laughs> when I got there. <laughs> picture of Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep thinks of Africa. <laughs> David, those memes with a quote on them. <laughs> David, yeah. David, she has done too many films for us to name, like too many. So mm -hmm. I'm going to leave it up to you to name some of them, and you can narrow it down to just the Oscar movies that she has done. So the ones that she has been nominated for an Oscar for, okay? And okay. go. Adaptation. Um, Kramer versus Kramer. Sophie's mm -hmm. Choice. Mm -hmm. uh, Don't Look Up. Mm -hmm. No, she wasn't nominated for her for acting, but that movie was nominated. Um, ooh, uh, Out of Africa. Out of Africa. Yep. Um, back to Africa, part two. Um, <laughs> Revenge of Africa. Yeah. You know what? You were really yeah. good. You have an applause. I did all right, considering I don't really. But that was yeah. good. That was yeah. good. I would, I would never have named any of those movies. That was, that was pretty good. Which uh, movies would you have named? There's uh, way more of, than that. Bridges, bridges, bridges of Madison, uh, Madison County. Because that's yeah. all about Bigfoot. Yeah, all yeah, about Bridges Bigfoot. of Madison County. Yeah. That one. August yeah. Those bridges. County. She plays oh, Bigfoot. There was there was one called Music of the Heart, but music is dead now. It's a, so it's called Theater of the Heart. No, no, no I saved it. Yeah. yeah uh, oh, you saved it. Oh wait. Okay. Yes. Do does film disappear if I get rid of theater? I don't know. How about the Do Iron it. Lady? Wasn't that nominated too? Julia yeah. and Julia. Uh, I mean, yeah. Julie, Julie Doubt. and Julia was was nominated. That was yeah. actually mm -hmm. a good film, and I felt yeah, bad for the was. person who was living out. And left Doubt, yeah. Doubt was also what, nominated wow, for something. Are, you guys are really good. You guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we really love good. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, hey, if you're listening, we Meryl love Streep, you. Meryl Streep's amazing. She's the queen. She is. Okay? She's the queen. Yeah. David, in 1979, yeah. Meryl Streep yes. won her first Oscar for Kramer versus Kramer, which you mentioned, and I was actually I shocked that you did. And she shared the screen with the legendary actor, let's say it Who? together. Dustin. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Yes. Ah. yes. Yes. Of course, yeah. old Dusty Hoff, as I used to call him. Dusty Hoff. He's well known for being a method actor. David, do you know what a mm -hmm. method actor is? You know what method acting is? Yeah, it's uh, you You don't leave the role for the duration of the shoot, whether you're shooting or not. Right. Yeah. So, like, I am, I am, I am Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Batman. Always, I'm yeah. always Batman. 
Yeah, yeah. I would mm-hmm. like an ice cream. That's Batman. Give me, give me, give me an ice cream. Sprinkles. What kind of ice cream? Would Batman, <laughs> would Sprinkles. Rocky Road. Rocky Road. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, not a bad choice. Okay, so uh, do you think there's an aspect, an yes. element of method acting that we use in teaching? I think we perform. I wouldn't say we method act, though. Really? Yeah, I think we uh, like when we're when we're out the door, we're not keeping that mask on. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, let's say let's say you're hired as like a social studies teacher. Yeah. But you really are a language arts teacher. Mm. Don't you use like method acting when you go into that classroom and you're like trying to fool all the kids that you know something about social studies? When in reality, yeah. you're just a stinking language arts teacher. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, what, what part of our uh, listener base is language arts? Is it? Don't you fake it until you make it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think. Do you, do you agree with that? No, I think you, you research and become the expert that you're purporting to be. Who taught you to do that? I don't know. Some. Uh, some professor that is like monumental influence on me and do you think you do <laughs> any kind of like method acting in your life like jared no. leto i <laughs> like jared leto yeah that's yeah. The, that's the, <laughs> the pinnacle the, uh, the standard have you seen, really have, you seen have you seen kramer versus kramer i have not do you know what's about i think i think there's a a, a legal case and that's about yes. the extent of yeah and they're two lawyers yeah, yeah. One of them's really goofy. I hired every time Kramer. Well, I hired Kramer. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, I need a pickle. <laughs> I literally thought it was a Seinfeld thing, by the way. No, no, no. Oh, okay. no they're Kramer. not lawyers. Christine, again, yeah. as a classy lady, can you, classy lady, can you tell us? <laughs> classy lady, that's Jerry. Jerry <laughs> can you tell us what Kramer versus Kramer is about? Yeah, so it's uh, two, um, a couple who are raising their their son named Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy is like five years old, four He's years old. He's got a bowl cut. It's the 70s. He's got a bowl mm-hmm. cut, exactly. And um, the wife is just Oh, he pees not... with the door open too. I remember that. Okay. And the wife yeah. um, is very unhappy in the relationship. And... I'm very unhappy. What? I'm very unhappy. Yes, and very unhappy. Yeah, I'm doing and, it on Meryl Street. Some really yeah. good method acting. <laughs> yeah. Go on. And and um yeah, so she um, you know, it's woman's lib kind of. Oh, era so too, what is this? Right? Is this woman's lib? Yes. Oh, by Dustin yes. Hoffman. She... <laughs> Go on. Did he sound like that? No, he doesn't. It sounds a lot <laughs> anyway. like this. Go on. And uh, <laughs> that's it. So she she leaves so her husband. What? And <laughs> then they go to court. But she and, leaves. She leaves him. Yeah, she leaves yeah. him. Yeah. Women's liberation. Yep. And, and then she comes so back the, and she's like, "I forgot my kid." No, she she leaves. <laughs> Not without and this my was, daughter. Am I going to talk? Yes or no? Yes. All right, I'm going to talk. Yes. So you're she leaves. Women's lib. And this was at that time. This was very uncommon for a woman to leave her child with the husband. Usually, it's the the, the woman, the, the wife would leave with the children oh, or throw the husband out, you know, but she left. Anyway, so they fought for custody and it was a big, messy, messy um, divorce.
divorce and okay, over yep. custody. Yep. I remember then, I was a little I was a little kid. I think I remember watching it in an airplane when my mom was taking me to Iran, which ah. is funny that you mentioned not without my daughter, but I, I seem to remember that's when I was I saw it in an airplane. So David, okay. I, I would like you and I yeah. to act out a famous uh, scene, which is called the bathroom scene or the toilet scene in the courtroom. Oh. And okay. um, I'm, I'm Dustin Hoffman and okay. uh, I'm playing Mr. Kramer. And okay. you're gonna be Meryl Streep, you're gonna be playing Mrs. Kramer. And, yeah, and uh, you're going to come into the bathroom, and I'm okay. at the sink washing my hands, and you're going to, you're going to confront me, okay? So this okay. is improv, then. Yeah, I'm washing my hands. Okay. You come in. Mrs. Mrs. Kramer, what are you doing in this? It's the men's bathroom. What are you doing, Mrs. Kramer? This... It's over. I, I've well, won that's this why case. we're here in court. We say we're here in court because it's over. Listen, you. Listen. We're done. Oh, Mrs. Kramer, I know we're done, Mrs. Kramer, of course, but like, why are you in the men's bathroom? I just got impatient, you know. And sometimes. scene. Perfect. <laughs> that was exactly the scene called the toilet scene at the court. David, I, you do yeah. have your acting chops. You were amazing. David, did you notice that I said at the beginning she was the best actor of her generation? I did. And notice. I didn't say yeah. actress because we don't say that anymore. Anymore. David, right? Mm. We're past that bullshit, David. Okay? We say Is that tr tr I'm pretty sure they still use it at like, do they say female actor for like awards? Yeah, shows now? Some, some people mm -hmm. will differentiate, you know, with female actor, but that's the point is that there, there should not be there shouldn't be any gender discrimination right. actor. Mm. Agreed. So then, David, do you think Meryl Streep is a better actor uh, than Jack Nicholson? Yeah. <laughs> this is not the hot take. Yeah. That's a bold take. That is kind of a hot take, really? I feel. Yeah. Then, a little then, bit. You think, you think that Meryl Streep is a better actor than Jack, than Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I, I can think, you do uh, a Jack Nicholson? Anything? Well, that's the thing. He, he, he steers into a, a little bit of a cuckoo's nest or shining it's all I mean, like jack yeah, nicholson but, playing the joker jack nicholson. we don't, he's, he's we the don't see him anymore he he didn't yeah, he's retired survive the, the he didn't re survive old age very well so and meryl's still mm. up there kicking ass and taking names oh i i agree i absolutely agree but david's the one that's saying that jack nicholson's better oh, solely based on the fact that he's a man <laughs> So I just want to well, challenge him on that. David, can you do an yeah. imitation of Jack Nicholson doing the Joker? I, you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> oh my God, you're terrible. That's Heath Ledger. Yeah, that's Keith yeah. Ledger. I remember what he says. I'd, I'd like to, to merge. I'd like to mix <laughs> things up. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember a single line from Jack um, Nicholson playing the Joker? No. <laughs> I mean, if no. he had any line, it would be like, because he's literally playing himself in it, right? Yeah. So he would yeah. say something like, is it lunchtime yet? It would be something like that. Like, it wouldn't be anything else. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> say goodbye to your parents, Bruce. Best actor like... of the generation. Okay, David, this is not the hot take, but yeah. if okay. you had yeah. to do a clickbait ad right now, mm -hmm. and the title was, here's a list of the best portrayals of the Joker, and number three will shock you. Yeah. Who would be number three? Uh, who's the guy that's secretly in the Batman as Joker? Oh, uh, I forget. Oh. I don't know. 
Yeah. Who is the guy who's secretly in the Batman? That's right. As the That's what I would write. That's what I would number write. Number <laughs> Yeah. What? That is shocking. It would shock you. Did you did you see did you have you have you seen the movie? I have not. So what are you basing this on then? Uh, his name's uh, Barry Ke- Barry Kagan. Barry Kagan. Kagan? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. and I have seen the film. So we're yeah. mm-hmm. experts on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It was it was it was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, Don't be when, he, when he comes Ask out and talks about I his scars. <laughs> have, have, Christine, Christine? have you seen the Batman? <laughs> Thanks, Cyrus. <laughs> Christine, no, have you I seen haven't. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to. I want no, to. You, you, you watch all movies. You're you are actually you're you're yes, I'm a cinephile, yeah. damn it. Cinephile. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's what you meant when you said cinephile. <laughs> <laughs> Cinema. I was thinking cinephile. sin and pedophile and i couldn't figure oh, out what we were talking about for heaven so that's sake. why i tried to get past it as quickly as possible i was gonna yeah. edit it out. I was <laughs> you have to keep your out, files i'm not straight. going to sin an aficionado okay uh, film aficionado how's that okay i don't speak spanish all right so, so dave that is your number <laughs> yeah. number three yeah okay, okay. we saw it in the movie in the, in the theaters that scene between the two yeah. of them goes on for like 40 minutes really yeah yeah, the Joker is like locked away in a prison and you don't see mm-hmm. his face and Batman is waiting yeah. to go in to see the Riddler. Yeah. And and it's real time. It's he's just standing <laughs> around waiting and the mm-hmm. police are trying to like get handcuffs on and all that kind of stuff and and Batman follow just, proper procedures. He's just standing around going ah. and then like the, the the Joker goes like it's going to take quite a while. And he's like ah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it will. You know, it just goes on and on and on. Forty minutes of that. And in this universe, mm. she's actually the janitor of Arkham Asylum. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he just keeps walking around the mop. Yeah. Can't David, believe they found, haven't found the keys. David, David, <laughs> David, David. Yeah. Speaking of imitations, uh, Meryl yes. Streep is well known for her ability to do very authentic accents. Would you agree, Christine? Absolutely. Okay. So, for example. In the yeah. Deer Hunter, oh, now that's a good movie, The Deer Hunter, right? Have you seen yeah. The Deer Hunter, David? I have not. Cyrus, oh have God. you seen The Deer Hunter? I have. No, <laughs> you haven't, yeah. liar. Yes, I have. No, because The Deer Hunter, half of The Deer Hunter is like a Russian wedding. Yeah, the and other half. It goes half, on, they're and in on, on and on and on. 1978. <laughs> and they're in Vietnam. That's yes, what they that's say. Right. Russian weddings in yes. Vietnam. Robert De Niro. Half, De Niro of, the movie, half of the movie is a Russian wedding in Pennsylvania. And Cyrus looked like he was like, when did they get to the part where they play Russian roulette? Yeah. Like, ah, like, Let's get out of here. Anyway, she portrayed a young Pennsylvania steelworker's daughter yep. that had no hope of ever escaping the squalor of a steel town in just a perfect way. Absolutely perfect. In Sophie's Choice, she perfected the accent of a post-World War II Polish immigrant mm-hmm. to the USA who, after suffering terribly during the Holocaust, portrays through Every, every enunciation and utterance, mm-hmm. every breath, the pain of that experience. In The Devil Wears Prada, she becomes, she emotes the voice of women who like to buy really expensive shoes that I'm sure are very uncomfortable. <laughs> and, <out> the, <laughs> and out of Africa, she sounded... I don't know, like British or Dutch or South African she, yeah, or something Dutch, like that. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere between was those she Dutch? two. Was she supposed to be yeah. Dutch? She was Dutch, yeah. right? Out of Africa? Yeah. Because so, it's about a, a, the writer. Right. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, doesn't it start off with that famous line of, I built a farm. At the yes, base of- I had a farm yeah. in Africa. <laughs> Is she the queen? I had a farm at the base <laughs> yeah. of Mount Kilimanjaro. She, she played a, a Danish baroness plantation owner. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's based on Karen Blixen's short story. She was a plantation owner in in Africa. She sounds like yep. a great person. Yep. Sounds but like that, a great person. No one sees all the plantations at the turn of the century. Get at the beginning of that movie, and it's more authentic. Do it from the African perspective. Get out of Africa. <laughs> Get out of Africa. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of Africa. Get out. It would not work in today's world. We're walking here. Get out of the way. Classic African accent. Everyone's got a Brooklyn accent. Who said that? I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Everyone does. If there's a connection there, David, if you. If you get that, oh, uh, that's a, it's Dustin Hoffman again. In what movie? Yeah, mm. uh, Taxi Cab. No, 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 no. he hits the no. Taxi Cab though. Oh, uh, and I don't Come know. On, you can do it. He's with he's with John Voight. Everybody's talking about me. Can I'm thinking of the not the Graduate. Yeah, the Graduate. That's it. No, he says that, he says that to uh, to, uh, <laughs> to the one girl he asked to leave. She's banging, banging one on more. the window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. stop. This is what's her name? I can't remember. Robinson. No, Robinson. Uh, oh is my this God, Mrs. God, Robinson. I'm walking over here. Mrs. Robinson, I'm walking <laughs> over here. I'm walking here. Midnight Cowboy. Oh, boy. Midnight, Midnight Cowboy. Cowboy. Yeah. I was not going to get that. I was not. David. Yeah. We're too old. That's why. I am not aware of Meryl Streep doing an accent while portraying a character of Indian, Jamaican, Tanzanian, Iranian, Moroccan, et cetera, et cetera, descent. Right. Do you think Meryl Streep okay. is a racist? This is not the hot take. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Christine is very, very emphatically saying no. She's, she's a racist. Um, I'm, these I'm, accents? Yeah, well, she does a Polish accent, but she, she won't does, do she a, does a Polish one. Polish accent, Joyzy accent. Yeah, why, because she's why, white. Because she's white and she knows better. Oh, are you saying that there's no white Jamaicans? That's of course rich. not. But she wouldn't. Not not the Meryl, not the Queen. She wouldn't. Christine, it's okay. Just leave it. Leave it to me. Let him cut okay, me. You're ahead. doing fine. <laughs> what do you think, David? Do you think she's a racist for not portraying a strong I, woman of India, Jamaica, Tanzania? I, <laughs> like Sir Ben Kingsley. Yeah. 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 He's he's a man that can play anything. <laughs> Yeah, and, 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 he, does. Yeah. and, and he, he will, and he will continue. And he, you want Maori? And he, he got Maori. That paycheck. <laughs> yeah, go on. Uh, no, I don't think she's a racist. I think she is um, particular and clever in her film choice and role choice. Can you can you do one of those accents? No, I cannot. You can't do an, an Indian accent. No. Jamaican? I cannot and will not. Tanzanian? Hey, no. I almost went to Jamaica last week. Jamaica, man. Yeah, she did it. The split, yep, the yep. She did it. No one's canceling yep. Christine. 
Say it. No, I know. Why don't you do it, David? No, I, I'm not going to. What about okay, an Iranian accent? Because he's not brown. No. What about an Iranian no. accent? What if my mom? No. What if my mom gave you permission? <laughs> well, absolutely not. <laughs> why? What if she said? Trying to trap me with you. <laughs> the squirrels in the backyard, and she wanted you to speak like that. The my favorite squirrels song. in the backyard. The squirrel. Dave the squirrel. I hate the squirrel. David's frozen. You don't want to. You don't want to sound like my mom. You don't like her. I like her very much. I do not want to sound like her. Why? So wow, wow. You don't. I don't want to imitate her. I would imitate your mom. Yes, I know you would. I would have a slight French accent. David is not. David is not you. Christopher. I guess he's not as yeah. anti-racist as I am. I'll, 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 I'll do my mother. I, I opened <sighs> up the Netflix and it's not working. The Netflix. There you go. <laughs> David, do you know who John Cazale is? I don't. How do you I pass do. Is, it, is it John Cazale or is it Cazale? Uh, no, it's Casales. Casales? pronounced Casales mm. for the Americans. Oh, there's an S at the end there? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Do you know what the John Casales effect is? I made that I made I that don't. up, by the way. There's no such thing as the John Casales effect. But do you know what it is? <laughs> I uh, don't. Um, John Casales was Meryl Streep's partner until his tragic death. Cyrus, okay. do you know what the uh, John Casales effect is? Well, every role he was in, the movie was nominated for an Oscar, right? Bada bing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what movies he was in? You know what movies he was in? Godfather. Yeah. What else? Part two. Yeah. Uh, Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I know. He played Fredo. Apocalypse Now. Hey, Cyrus, what did you say? Send Fredo is- off to do this. Send Fredo off to do that. That's him. <laughs> oh, Cyrus, you know, you know my nona's Italian. You don't use the F word around me, eh? <laughs> you do not no, use no. the F word around me. That's, that's a bad word. <laughs> Don't use that word. I'm warning you now. Don't use it. I'm warning you. Warning you. Italian. Um. Yeah. So this guy was. uh, I mean, I think it's doesn't only say something amazing about this guy. You know, this friggin' guy. But (laughs) it also says something amazing about Meryl Streep, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. She insisted that he be in the Deer Hunter. I don't even think he got to see the Deer Hunter. I think he died before it actually came out. Because he was, he was, he was, I think during Godfather 2 and the deer hunter, uh, he was terminal with cancer. Best scene ever in a movie is him after the wedding in the deer hunter arguing with um, Robert De Niro. It's the, this is this scene. You know what that is? This is this. It's not something else scene. That's an amazing scene. Well, I don't. Oh, it's an amazing scene. It's amazing. It's just, it's just so real, you know. Can, this is can, this. Can you and Christine or you else. and Cyrus improvise it for me so I get a better feel of this? I'll improvise okay, it, with I, Christine. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Who do you want, um, Christine? Do you want to improvise the scene? Uh, I don't remember that scene. Okay. I'll be. I'll, do you want to be De Niro, Cyrus? And I'll be. I want to be Robert De Niro. Yeah. You'll okay. Okay. I'll. I'll. I'll be right. John Casales. Okay. Okay. Hey, I uh, I don't know where my boots are. I don't know where my pants are. I, I don't have anything on me. Hey, can I borrow your shirt? And, that sounds like Dustin Hoffman. Hey, can I borrow <laughs> your shirt and pants? No. 
No, come on. No. I'm going to take your shoes. Can I have your shoes? No, because you don't you, understand. You're a real asshole. Why don't you know that you're a real asshole? You know, one time I hooked you up with a red hat and you did nothing. Now, give me your shoes. You know what I know? What do you know? Nothing. I know, I know this is this. What is, what is this? This is this. This is this. What is this? Is this? And scene. And scene. That was Brilliant. spellbinding. Oh, my wow. God. That is so good. My gosh. That's so the Casalis effect right there. It's so good. Aura right out to you. That is amazing. David, back yeah. to tragic deaths. Yeah. In the movie Sophie's okay. Choice, the main character, <laughs> um, played by the universally loved, adored, admired, worshipped, the Meryl Streep, was <laughs> Sophie... Zawitz, oh my god, I'll totally get this wrong. Zawitz, <laughs> Sophie Zawitz. Oh my god, Zawitowski. Sophie Zawitowski. The children in the movie were played by Jennifer Long, she played Eva, okay. and Adrian uh, Kalitka, who played Jan or Ian. Did you know that? Okay. No, David, I've searched very very like like a long time like a really like in-depth search like uh like is bigfoot real kind of search you know <laughs> and i can't find anything about jennifer lawn and adrian kalika and as far as i can tell they did not pursue any acting and they seem to drop off the face of the earth i mean they could be cruddy medical doctors <laughs> or like engineers or architects mm. or some shit like that right now but they didn't continue mm -hmm. in hollywood yeah they did nothing that came as close as being a hollywood choice. actor nothing mm. david yeah you were a lifeguard for many 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 years many correct? years yes yes that is correct. and and I'm going to mean this, this is totally sincere. Uh, for those of you who do not know this, David is an amazing swimmer. Yeah. Like a dolphin is this boy. <laughs> he swims so good. I mean, he's no Mark Spitz. Remember Mark Spitz? <laughs> yeah. Remember Mark I Spitz? Do. David, yeah. do you remember Mark Spitz? Of course I remember Mark Spitz. Mark Spitz was born. I mean, he's no Mark Spitz. <laughs> okay, but David's easy on the eyes. In or outside of his speedo, that boy swims like a dolphin. I'm telling you, David. Do you swim like a dolphin? Yeah, I I swim well. You do. You swim. <laughs> you swim very well, David. What was the most difficult choice you had to make as a lifeguard? Was it like sunscreen thirty or sunscreen fifty? What was it? What was 60, the most maybe. difficult choice you had to make? I don't, I don't want to put that in your head because now that might be the most yeah. difficult choice. I don't know. Answer. It was um, serious. I don't want to mock it. Do I uh, do I get myself a pair of contacts, or do I get transition lenses for my glasses so I can scan the pool like with oh, sunglasses on? It wasn't it was about real looking tough. good up there, right? Yeah. It wasn't yeah, about looking well, good. No, definitely not. It wasn't. Of course not. It was about. It was about like. What's the? Sure. I need to see safety. Yeah. What is? What is? The, what is the the song that you sing as a lifeguard when you're up there? Remember I want to be a lifeguard. No, no, no. The the one that reminds no. you about like safety. Remember, oh, uh, staying keep alive. Your glasses on. Make <laughs> sure that they are bifocals. You gotta see near and far. 
Cause people can drown over there, over here. You don't want to miss them if they're over there, cause they're over here. So you need to keep your bifocals on. Lifeguards. Do you remember that song? Oh man, that was my anthem. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that was perfect. I can't believe you got the original recording. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, David. Yeah. (laughs) That was your most difficult choice. That's a pretty good difficult choice. Did you ever have any 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 incident where you came home and you were like, like, oh wow, what a day. Mm. What a day! I guess. What a day! <laughs> Hang up the speedo on the coat hanger. Oh, mom, you wouldn't believe what happened today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You throw your surfboard on the ground. <laughs> so I was a pool lifeguard, just to oh, just to be clear. Yeah. No, we did. Uh, we had uh, schools visit um, before I was a teacher. We had schools come and do uh, like a pool day in June. And, what do you mean before um, you were a teacher? Once you were a teacher, you'd stop paying attention to their like safety. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah, no. <laughs> they they signed their I'm out. forms. The parents. Oh, well, it was the forms. lifeguard's job at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I was no longer the lifeguard. Christine, were you a lifeguard? No, but I, I swam in high school. You mm. seem like you got you got like a lifeguard vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Would you I be the kind of lifeguard that would like like constantly whistle and tell people not to run? No matter Damn what they're right. doing. I love would, eh? bossing people around. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think we sit up so high? What is the no Authority. What's that? What's the deal with the no running thing? Yeah, because you don't want fall. the kids to fall Slippery. and trip Slippery. around the pool on the cement. Because they're going to split their heads open and then you're Because if I'm busy, if I'm busy dealing with running Cyrus and he's got a little cut on his leg and he's crying out and then some <laughs> kid's drowning in the deep end while I'm busy putting band-aid after band-aid on his knee. Well, you know, I was not that kid, by the you way. Know, I was do? not yeah. that kid. You gotta keep your bifocals on. <laughs> okay, let's so wrap this up. <laughs> let's wrap it up. I so think we're David, off the rails. David, David, David no, we're not. Yeah, we're totally yeah, off yeah. the rails. We're doing great. David. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do if you mm-hmm. had to pick between two children who are drowning. This is not your hot take. What would you base your decision on? I would I would get the first one and no! then the, the closest. The second one's dead. Yeah. Which one can I say? Which it's gotta be you, the, have the to choose you can like the laziest option. I'm going. I'm well, going with the, the likeliest. I'm going to pretend I didn't bring my bifocals. <laughs> no, I would. It, it'd be. Uh, you wouldn't believe it. I'd have my flutterboard. I'd toss it no, out to one. They get a nice. You cra- can't. No, you can't. You got. You, so you're just going to say. Yeah. Uh, I would say the one that's closest to me. Likeliest chance of survival. Yeah. Well, I mean, how do you know what the likeliest chance of survival is? The kid could get if up. I can get there first. The kid could get up as soon as you save him. We could start running around. Slip, crack his head open, according to you guys. <laughs> now both are dead. All right, go run off. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, David. Yeah, David. This is the hot take. Okay. Are you ready? Finally. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say that Sorry. in 1982, mm-hmm. Hollywood, California, yeah. was suffering from a drastic shortage of lifeguards. Mm-hmm. Instead of training new lifeguards, Hollywood invested billions and billions of dollars in developing a time machine that could only bring back lifeguards from the future. 
Are you with me so far? <laughs> yeah. Of course, with the post knowledge of your amazing swimming skills, you are the first one they bring back in time, like a right. swimming version of Michael J. Marty Fox, McFly, right? Yeah. They, but you like Marty McFly, you have all the knowledge of the future, okay? Mm -hmm. So you are placed as a lifeguard at the Grand Universal Pictures lot. That's when okay. they are filming Sophie's Choice. You spend okay. all of your days sitting on that high, uppy, tall chair, whatever it's called. God. What is it called? The high... Yeah, yeah. Like the kids strapping. Yeah, do you ever get served lunch like that? Did your mom come by and like bring the the the, the, uh. the little table and just shove it in front <laughs> of you? Slide it right on like that. And sometimes <laughs> you would drop things on the ground and be like, oh, he's just dropping things. Just, just don't pick it up. He's just yeah. gonna keep on doing it. <laughs> what's it called? What's the what's the high the lifeguard chair called? It's just a lifeguard chair, for heaven's sake. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So you're up there and you're listening to young people say things that they would say in Hollywood, like, gee, mm -hmm. wouldn't it be swell to be in the talkies? Right? That kind of stuff where they're saying <laughs> yeah. things like... It's 1982, right? 1982, yeah. And they're saying yeah. things like, okay. you mean it, Mr. Harvey Weinstein? You think <laughs> I've got what it takes to be a pretty lady mm. in the pictures? You know, they're saying <laughs> stuff like that. Usual stuff, right? But one yeah. day, you notice mm -hmm. Meryl Streep taking two young children into the pool and you I recognize that the two kids are jennifer long jennifer long and, yeah, Adrian, and ian adrian kalitka <laughs> the pool and the pool deck mm -hmm. is empty of swimmers and sunbathers even yeah. harvey weinstein is left the three jump into the pool and meryl streep so dedicated to her polish character yells out <laughs> I forgot none of us can swim. Now we will all drown unless the lifeguard makes a choice. Let's say a Dave's choice and saves just two of us, leaving one of us to drown and die. David, with all yeah. your knowledge of the future, yeah. you know what Meryl Streep will become. And yeah. you know those other two at best, at best, will become stinking... Medical doctors, lawyers, architects, they're nowhere to be found in Hollywood anymore, David. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know that. Yeah. Who are the two you are going to save and why? And what is the ethics behind okay. your choice? First, I'm gonna that is commend, your hot take, David. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna commend Meryl on her commitment to the to method acting. She does a service to the craft and because I she it can't would be swim. A, she, she's from New Jersey. Yeah. But, but it would be a yeah, but because she's be, from inner Poland, mm -hmm. can't swim. Can't swim. So it would be a disservice to her and her craft to break the illusion by trying to save her. So I'm saving the two kids only mm -hmm. because I respect her so much, and I respect oh. that she is going down with the ship. The ship being acting. Wow. So you're mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna yell out like and you're gonna you're gonna hope someone's filming this. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna like yeah. I'm gonna applaud her from on top right. of the chair. Right. Yes. And then I'm going. She's gonna, and she's gonna as be, you're she's, diving, you're clapping. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she's gonna be fulfilled at that point. Absolutely. She's gonna be like she's gonna be like this is the best award I've ever won in my life. Absolutely. She's gonna go down. Yeah. <laughs> right. She turns into Chewbacca. 
Yeah. That's what they sound like when they're going. Yeah. That's what they sound like when they're going. Right? And then yeah. you're going to swoop up those two kids. You're mm-hmm. hoping, you're hoping the cameras are rolling and somehow you yeah. get written into the end of Sophie's Choice. 100%. Oh, it's, it's a great ending for the movie. Yeah. That's a really good job. I would like to point out uh, before we finish this that uh, David was totally fine with Harvey Weinstein picking up young people. He did not interject at all at any point. He didn't say anything. He knows what Harvey Weinstein's going to do. And he was like, I'm, I'm not getting involved. Did you notice that? I was starstruck, I got to say. <laughs> He's in the pool. Anyway, Harvey Weinstein wasn't even on the lot in those days. He was just a kid. Yeah, he was, he was practicing his craft. Thank you, Christine. He was practicing his craft. <laughs> yeah. he, he was the kid they say, no running, Harvey. Who's the other <laughs> lifeguard? Yeah. yeah. He didn't actually work for Universal back then. He was just, he was just scoping things, you know, he was just checking oh, stuff out. Okay. So on the second half, I would like to talk about the importance of teaching ethics in the classroom, both at elementary and secondary as opposed to teaching morals okay but can we have that conversation yeah okay i'm looking yeah. forward to it thank you david thank Can't you wait. christine thank you sir you're, you're welcome when do we get recess at the insubordinate teacher never Ugh, what the hell more blah 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 okay welcome back and i'm gonna make it quick it's just me it's just Stonebanks. And uh, after doing all the editing on this podcast episode, I decided we're going to split it in two. Uh, There's a lot of talking going on, and uh, we're going to save the explaining for uh, part two of this podcast. So thanks a lot. Oh, but if I don't say this, I'll get in trouble. Um, Christine's a big listener on uh, Apple products, and I guess she listens to the Apple podcast, which I do not. She would really love it if some of you Apple listeners, I don't even know if you guys call yourselves Apple listeners. Uh, if some of you Apple listeners would uh, leave some ratings, that would be great. And also, we have a Facebook page, and the Facebook page is pretty easy to find. I don't have Facebook either, but apparently if you type in the insubordinate teacher, you can find us on Facebook. So please find us on Facebook, and uh, it would be great to link up uh, and speak to a lot of you from different parts of the world. So on behalf of myself, David, Christine, And my favorite son, Cyrus, uh, will catch you in the second half. And be good and bye! Hey, the insubordinate teacher would like to thank all the people at freesound.org for putting up such amazing sounds that we're all allowed to use. It's made our job trying to be creative a lot easier. And I'm sure for all the teachers out there, you're going to be able to use this too and come up with some creative ideas in your classroom. So check it out, freesound.org. Uh, Go to the merch section, buy a shirt. I did. Donate some money. I did. Be thankful there are people out there who are creative and are trying to inspire other people to be creative too. And check out our Facebook page where you can find the references for all the cool sounds we use. And of course, thank you to the Rude Boys of Shiraz for that awesome opening song. So, bye! Hey everyone. So... I'm supposed to warn you that this podcast is about the Broadfield education, but it's a comedy thing as well. So it's got like satire stuff in it, and sometimes bad words they use like fuck, asshole, or shit, but 
stuff like that. No words worse than fuck. Yeah. No, I think no words worse than fuck are used. Anyways, people on this podcast don't really represent any institution, like, whatsoever. So don't be all, ah, over what's being said. Just chill. Calm down and relax, bro. It's gonna be fun. Okay?